To all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to Sports Talk with Coach and Kirk, episode 119. We're back in the building, man, each and every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on all your popular platforms you get your podcast from. I am your host, Coach Divas, alongside Coach Kirk. We are the mistress of the airways in the boys Boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. We're back in live and direct in your airways, in your living rooms, in your speakers, in your car, on your phone, wherever you listen to your podcast from. We are live and direct, man, bringing y'all the news and views of yours truly. Coach Kurt, what's going on out there? Good brother. How you feeling? Hey, we back once again. A hundred in the book. Uh, looking forward to a hundred more. We're feeling good, feeling great. Misfits of the Airways, the podcast for the barbershop. Like, share, subscribe. Check us out. Listen to us. Tell us what you think in the comments. Give us your feedback. We're here to answer. And tell Let's a friend. Hear. And tell a tell friend. Don't forget about tell that. A tell, a tell a friend and tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend and tell a friend. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. man. It's a lot going on. Week one of the NFL is in the books. You know, we have highly anticipated. We It's here. It's completed. And, man, it was oh, a while. Man. Oh man, it was a wild one. Man, oh man! Like, I mean, just to just to put it lightly, like it was a wild ish going on, man. It really was. Yes, yes. Oh, like man, I just gotta sit back and take a breath. Like you know, between you know Thursday night game drama, you know, floating over to Sunday and Monday, and there's a lot to cover. There's a lot to cover. So we're gonna jump right into it, man. As always, we're gonna start with the NBA. That's weird, you know that uh, the NBA. <laughs> they, they, they just don't uh, want to stay out of our news cycle, right? Like, they don't want to stay out of our news cycle. Listen, they said, uh, don't forget about us. We can keep things electric and uh, we can keep things exciting, even though NFL is in full swing. They don't forget about us because we were us. literally, we had, we were at, up to Sunday night, I want to say. You know, yeah. we do our prep throughout the weekend. We were up to Sunday night with no NBA time. Quiet. Quiet. All, all NFL. All NFL. Quiet. And then here comes the story. Now. Uh-huh. Not right. so fast. Uh-huh. Right. 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 Leap so in its best. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> not so fast. You know? not and, fast. And, and, and what's terrible about it is it's not a good story. It's not. It's not a good it's story. And and uh, I, 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 I shudder to address it, and I was very careful about how to cover it because yeah. it's, 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 not, it's not something that is – a story that uh you want to say you want to lead your you want to it's not a story we want to lead the podcast off reporting about no but but it needs it needs some light shed on it from a different perspective i mean of course it's the actual incident itself but i've yep. seen a growing trend there's reason why i wanted to talk about this uh first and foremost um okay. you know and, and it bothers me because we literally we've been doing a preseason spotlight for the nba for the past several weeks and we highlighted the houston rockets Right, we did. and we literally uh, spoke this man's praises like like two seconds ago. I feel like it really was. It was just that quick ago that we really yeah. spoke this man's praises. And if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. was arrested uh, in the last what thirty six hours ago, about thirty six hours ago at this point, um, and he was charged with assault. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he uh, assaulted. Uh, very viciously, his uh, uh, girlfriend, or I'm assuming former at this point, former NBA player. I'm not going to try to pronounce her name because I don't want to do it a disservice. But uh, he's a, a former WNBA player. They were in a, a, a somewhat of a long term relationship. I've seen a few pictures of them, you know, uh, you know, coalescing with each other on vacations and things of that nature. So they've been together for a little bit. 
and mm-hmm. he decided in some for some wild or crazy reason to to assault this woman uh very brutally and yes. and uh he was arrested and charged with uh, that those, those particular crimes and uh he's due back in court from what i read he's due back in court in october so that's the story you know i'm yeah. not gonna get into gory details and things of that nature because i definitely want to give the young lady grace and 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 you know give her the the proper respect when it comes down to her 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 pain at this point and what's going on in her life at the moment However, True. what I wanted to address is I'm seeing a growing trend here, and it's not new, but you know, at some point we got to talk about you know the uncomfortable conversation that is what is going on with these young black men in the sports world at this moment. Like, you know, I I have a hard time digesting the idea of, mm-hmm. of a young black man, something somebody that resembled myself 20 years ago or so that could even fathom the idea of putting his hand on any woman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I just, just for the bottom line, the brass tacks of it all, I have too much respect for my dearly departed mother and my living grandmother to ever, 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 ever do that. Ever. Ever do that. With an A. With yeah. an A. Capital ever. A. Yeah, right. Yeah. Capital A. So, I just don't understand... Well, I, I'm I'm not going to say that because I, I I'm starting to wrap my head around the idea of why this is happening, uh, and I'll get into that. But you know, I wanted to get your perspective as well as mine when it comes down to the idea of what we see is wrong because clearly this generation is different from us. I mean, you know, that's I'm not saying as a as a bad thing. I'm just mm-hmm. saying is that the simple fact that people that grew up in our era, our time frame, and our our demographic. We wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't do this in a large space, and I'm seeing it more and more of a, I guess you can say, you know, popular thing. And I don't, and I don't even want to use, I don't want to use that word, but that's, it seems to be a growing thing. It's a growing trend that these yeah. young guys are putting hands on these women. Yeah, you know, if anything, you know, you would, you know, you would be more likely in our generation to put your hand on a dude more so ten times over before you ever put your hand on a woman, no matter what oh, yeah. she did. Yeah. You know, there is things that are available to walk away. There are things that just, just you know, take time out. Do whatever you need to do in order for you to, you know, cool off, do whatever, you know, let cooler heads prevail, whatever the case may be. And you don't come to the idea that you really will ever, ever, ever put a, put a, hand, put a hand on a woman, ever, in your life. Yeah. So yeah. What, is, what is your perspective on this, you know, and I'll give my take. And, you know, we'll get the chats, you know, we got a few people in the chat. We'll get their opinion as well. How do you? What do you feel like is the issue here, and why does this keep? Why does this keep happening? Um, I do agree with what some of the comments um, that I'm seeing in the chat. Uh, I think there is this normalization of acceptance of it, right? Where it has become commonplace. You know, it used to be. It used to be this phrase that was more, look, um, I can understand you may want to. I can understand you get frustrated and you get upset. But at no point do you allow yourself to get that far. Just walk away. Live to fight another day, right? But in today's time, it's become too accepted, too... Um, too much of an allowance 
that it's well you know i mean the way she came at him or if you know if she put her hands on him then he deserved listen i do believe that nobody should be putting their hands on each other let's keep they let's keep our hands to ourselves but at the same time i, I i'm sad to see this uh because and i'll go to this one of the things that i work to do is get to a place of understanding, not agreement, but mm -hmm. understanding. Mm -hmm. Because when you understand the situation, one, you do start to develop a level of grace, right? A level of, of care and concern. But it also helps you to see like, hey, is there something inside of me that I should work on? Because could I see myself getting to a place where my emotions are so charged that an emotional situation becomes a lasting memory that I can't come back from. So it allows me to have introspection in myself to check my emotions at the same time. But I do think, and I'm going to be frank, we don't have enough of those uncles and those, and I'm going to speak from a man's perspective, the men village around that would chin check that at eight, nine, 10, 11 years old, mm -hmm. right? That would, that you would constantly hear the reinforcement of, Hey, you can do a lot of things. Uh, but let me, let me talk to you, young man. There's certain things we don't do. We don't disrespect old people and we don't disrespect a woman. I better never hear you find out, see, you ever put your hands on a woman, right? Uh, I can remember growing up and one time one of my cousins happened to get a little squirrely, as they say, and wanted to jump at his sister. Mm. And I swear every, every man that was an adult in the household where I was growing up pulled him to the side and snatched him up mm -hmm. and said, you are there to protect your sister not to put your hands on your sister. And as soon as my cousin went into, but she, he got swole up in the chest. I don't care what she did. Right. That's your sister. And that's a woman. Mm -hmm. That is not what you don't put your hands on a woman. Right. But that was reinforced over and over. That was what you saw in your, in your society ecosystem. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, bro, we don't do that. You you are less of a man if you allow your emotions to get there. Right. Right. Um, the mentors that I had said, listen, I understand as a young man, a young black man, your you know, anger, you know, frustration. You're going to lead with that emotion. Our job is to help you see the other side, to help you think through what they call critical thinking now. They said, hey, as a young man, your emotions are raging. You're trying to figure out what's going on with your body. You know, being upset, being angry, being frustrated. That's an emotion we don't have to teach you. You will lead with that. Mm. What we have to teach you is the other side of that, that it doesn't make you a man reacting that way. And so when I was growing up, you was actually uncool if you did that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You was un you un now, unless you was a... <laughs> Right. I mean, you, I mean, it was a C word. It's a C word that you want to, it's a C word that you can replace what I'm you want to say. Pimp. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm switch it to a pimp. Unless right. you was what you considered in the game a mm. pimp, and right. we watched the black exploitation movies, right? Right. Um, that's the only, 
That, that's the only type of profession when that was allowed. And even in the pimp movies, the real cool, slick pimps was like, man, the real pimps ain't never got to put their hand on a woman. Right. You really a pimp if you don't have to hit a woman. As as I heard pimps say, why would I damage my most prized product? I don't want to do that. That's right? A that's a fact. But I think in today's time, man, when you're taking young men and inserting them into environments and not giving them that emotional training, that emotional guidance, and you have a lot of yes people that are hanging on to their coattails and they don't want to they don't want to be guiders of good counsel and instruction because they're afraid of being cut off. Mm. Then they're going to be too quick to turn the other cheek. They're going to be too quick to look the other way. Instead of being people that say right is right and wrong is wrong. And Slim, yeah. listen, you ain't going that, to, that ain't cool around here. Matter of fact, you're not going to be around us. Mm. You know, you, that, you're not going to come out to us, with us, to a club. And that's how you talk to your woman. No, man, you're not going to do that, bro. Right. And, and having that village of, and especially men that would step inside, I mean, step between you and be like, bro, go home. We'll mm. make sure she get home, but right. bro, go home. Or right. come on, man, we're going to get you home. Mm. We're going to get you home, right? And so with that situation, man, when you take, con- I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. When you have put somebody in a place of privilege at 10, 11, 12, when you now have positioned them to be that kid and you're looking at scholarships, multi-million dollar deals, um nil money mm-hmm. you're putting them in places where they're not having to struggle because they're the golden goose mm-hmm. there's a level of privilege there's a level of invincibility there's a level of i can't be touched that starts to mm-hmm. uh, fester and the problem with that is that when they meet let's say like this a young lady who may say i don't agree with that i don't like that who may be emotionally charged as well they don't have that regulator. They don't have that regulation system that's saying, look, it ain't worth it. Ain't worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm walking away. Right. Have what you want to have. I'm nope. You ain't playing with my money. You ain't messing with my money. And that's unfortunate, right? Because, you know, I've heard Dion say this. Don't make a memory that you can't come back from and don't do anything that's uncommon to who you are. And when you are making uncommon decisions that are not, that is not you, you're going to end up making a memory that's going to last a lifetime. And unfortunately mm-hmm. in this, man, if, you know, I will, like you said, I will let people read about what happened. But when this, this gruesome, when it's this level of yeah. anger, it's, it's sad, right? Because you're going to have to live with this for the rest of your life because people your kids, they will always be able to Google you and yeah. see this story come up. Yeah, so nothing, that's, nothing that's goes away nowadays. You can't sweep that under the rug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's I, that's my thoughts on it. What's what's your feedback on it? Well, I mean, I I like a lot of what what the chat is saying um, in regards to what the uh, you know, and this is this is a teachable moment, and you know, it's yeah. and it's all and it's, you know, from my perspective, it's all men in here at the moment. You know, we get a few ladies coming through here now and then, but you know, mainly men are saying you know all things of what we're saying. You know, is that yeah. Uh, is there's no excuse for for this yeah. action, you know, and yeah. you know, and it 
You know, you all you always you want you want to people want to paint the situation in the in the issue with a, you know with a wide brush. They just want to paint it with a wide brush. Say, is this distance always this, and it's always going to be that? And if this is in, in place, this is the reason why these things happen. You know, to right. my my guy Kevin James' point, well earlier he said that you know they it, it, an increasing amount of people seeing this in their home, like they're seeing male figures put their hands on their you know perspective of significant others and you know and they're perpetuating that they think it's cool it's acceptable right yeah so that's yeah. a problem that's a problem and i think that that goes under told um you know in that in this particular aspect of it so you have to you know breach you have to broach that topic as well to say that if it's happening from your elders who you should be who should be ones holding you accountable then you're never going to get you know you you're hustling backwards you're never going to get to the point where you can you know keep these people from making these mistakes because that's all they see it's it's something that you it's like it's like if you want to promote you know being married like if marriage is something that you want to promote that you know being married is something you do and all you do is bash you know, it yeah well no not even to say if you don't live it oh yeah 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 you know yeah. if you don't live it it's, it's 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 one of those things where you really don't get the idea like you saying one thing but you're doing another you yeah. know, so if I, yeah. if, you know, so all you know, if all you know is, you know, daddy got three baby mamas and, and mama got two, three, three baby daddies, then guess what? That's what you, that's what, that's what's normal to you. You know, in the same perspective, yeah. you see your father or your uncle or your grandfather, whoever beating on somebody, you know, that's a, that's a female, then you think that's commonplace. Commonplace. Exactly. So that's, that's a, that's something that we have to address as well. But yeah, overall, man. Like I said, it's it's very very taxing for me, you know, because I'm you know I'm I have two sides. I have an adult nephew that I look after, and I have a daughter, you know. Yeah. So it's you know it's both sides. Now, you know, I I have and will always teach my nephew to, you know, respect women. You know, you know, no matter what, you know, you know, you get you get, you can disagree with your mom, your uncle, your aunties, your grandmother, whoever, but you know, no matter what, at the end of the day, you show them respect. Yeah. You know, so from that perspective, it's kind of hard for me to understand or get, you know, you know, why would you jump to this particular conclusion? But like you like, you know, like we brought up there, if you've seen it and if it's something that's commonplace in your life, then, you know, it's not it's not so foreign, you know, because we like it, yeah, like goes back to our original point. We can never fathom this idea of being that type of person, you know, that being that type yeah. of animal. You know, yeah. I mean, if you got frustration to, to get off, you go play some sports, hit a heavy bag or, you know, worst <laughs> case scenario. You know, I've seen dudes pick fights with other dudes, but yeah, I've yeah, never seen yeah. you go, your, your go-to or your your mantra is, or your, you know, uh, modus operandi is to, you know, go after a woman, you know. So yeah, yeah. that that is, it's, it's, it's foreign, but in, in what's scaring me is it's coming commonplace. And in in, so an overarching point of this is that we've seen more and more young men make these type of you know decisions and, and mistakes that are reverberating you know in 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 affecting their lives and we would have never like we just we, we just assume that you know these things like you know we would never ever even breach that topic like it's not even something that we wouldn't even consider so no. we, we knew that one gonna trip us up like we knew that if anything you know we can say that you know drugs alcohol you know you know strip club you know place like that might trip you up you know yeah. but, but hitting a woman is not, is not gonna be one of those things so we it, yeah. it's, it's kind of foreign to us but yeah i mean overall in and, and again like i said it's a problem you know and i just look at it you know from a guidance perspective you know and to your point about the fact that you know a lot of times you know parents become the the entourage instead of the parent that's the issue oh geez yes you know that's the issue you know going back to john morant 
talk about yeah. his situation, you know, his, his mm. the mistakes he's making, and then and his situation, and, and a lot of people that we've talked about that has been in the news for these particular incidents have parents. It's not like they're foster kids; they don't have no guidance at all. They have people around them. You know, yeah. they either either a not listening to him or b they they are literally you know being complicit in this you know because they're not holding them accountable. So whatever the issue is and what the, whatever the problem is, it needs to be checked. It really does. Yeah, yeah. because I again, have an even bigger problem. Real quick, I have an even bigger problem hearing women encourage it. Really, I haven't. Yeah, I have not, really. I'm, if she put her hands on you, then you, you know what I'm saying? You, you defend, you not even defend yourself. Uh-huh. You treat her like a man. And it's like, wait, what, uh-huh. what are you, uh-huh. what are you uh-huh. talking about? What do you, uh, listen, no, I no, grew no. up too, that if you really had a problem like that, you always had that one cousin that's, or that yeah, one that's female cousin. Yeah. Yeah. The female cousin. And handle, all she do. You, yeah. Handle look, that for me. Yeah. Cousin. I, I don't want to do this. She up. up I got you, cousin. But, but, I mean, but, let's, but let's be real. From from an entertainment podcast perspective, we don't condone that either. We don't. We, we don't. We, we don't condone that either. <laughs> but we saying that there's better. What we're trying to say is there's better ways to handle it than yeah. what happened is the issue. Yeah. And, and yeah. again, there. I mean, there are things you know that women do to push your buttons. We all know this. I mean, we're yeah. not going to sit here and act like you know women don't you know try you. In certain yeah. cases, you know, and what, and, and I don't yeah. even know what the issue was when it came to them two, in particular, when it comes down to Kevin Porter. But you yeah. look at it from this young man perspective; he has his whole life ahead of him. It really, literally, could be dashed and gone instant. Like he literally could, if whatever and everything they said he's charged with is true, he could go to jail for this. Like this, this, this is this is a criminal thing. Now, this is a straight up criminal issue. This is not no civil. I want money. This and the third. This is criminal at this point. Yeah, and yeah, you can literally ends. go to jail. Yeah, it's literally this is literally wow. something you could be out of the league one, you could be you know in jail two, and you could completely waste away at this point. If you go to jail any length of time, guess what? The idea of you coming back to the pros is slim to none. Let's be real. It, people that have gone away for jail charges, what are the odds and what are the rates that they come back and play, and play in the pros again? Very little. Very, very little. little. And and that's the that's a terrible thing, right? Because again. Mm-hmm. Um, this is beyond the rehabilitation moment. Yeah, right. This is the criminal. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's trouble you can get help with, and then there's trouble that's gonna send you to jail. And this is criminal mm-hmm. situations, right? And, and listen, um, for whatever young athlete, old athlete, athlete, period, if you run across this podcast, go count your money. If you that mad. Just go go to your bank account. Go yeah, to your bank. Do something constructive. Yeah, do something. Yeah. Go count your money. Right. Just right. just go sit back. Get to the bank. Ask them to stay open a little longer. To ask them, can you go into the back vault and just can I pull out ten bands and just count each one? I don't see mad no more. Until you ain't mad no more. Right. That's it. Just count that. you not mad anymore. Right. Yeah, I'm just, with that. If you if you that upset, mm. I'm, listen. I'm gonna look in the camera. If you that upset, athlete, there's a podcast that would love to be sponsored until you come down. That's if you that fact. pissed off, that's a fact. Right? Say I want to do something constructive. I want to sponsor a podcast that's for right. the people. Let me reach out to the podcast 
named lockdown defense. Let me reach out to them because I'm so pissed off right. that I'm going to do something. But let me do something constructively. Reach out to two men yeah. that will gladly take listen, your money. We, 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 will, we will. And we will counsel you. We will counsel, we'll counsel you. We'll we'll listen, counsel you. If you need somebody to keep you from getting in trouble and have to deal with these crazy people out here, we we'll will listen. do it. We'll do we'll it. Listen. We'll do it. We got you covered. We got we got time. We, we got, got time. time. Listen, we, got we are time. we are good to go. We are available. We are available. We we we, we put us on retainer. We good. Put us on retainer. I'm gonna we're, be pissed off every month. We listen, we're here every month. We're here every month for you. We listen. We're on retainer. We we are we are the anger management service. <laughs> we are ready. We ready yes. to roll. We ready yes. to roll. Yes, yes. we are here for you. Indeed, we are here for you. Indeed, we, it's not about us. Former athletes, you. so we understand the struggle. We understand the struggle. Former athletes, yes. coaches, we understand yes. the struggle. We get you. Yes. We, we got you covered. We're here to coach you. We're here to coach you. We're anger management side. coaches. We're not anger <laughs> management coaches. That's it. Yes, yes, That's yes. It. yes. Yes. But I mean, yes. in closing to this, I want to move on. I don't want to belabor this point. I did want to address it, and I and my yeah. and my and my uh, grace and condolences and my prayers are with the young lady that's going through this, and you know, yeah. and hope that. Also, hope that if if Kevin is really truly guilty, because it's all alleged at this help. point, we hope he gets help. Yeah, but I will say this: yeah. in this particular aspect of it, just the simple mere covering of this and it being an alleged issue, an assault, men especially, I'm going to just do a quick call to action. Right, if you have people in your life, close to, slightly close to, moderately close to, if you run, if they're in your pathway, they're in your circle, right? Mm-hmm. Let's do a better job of holding each other accountable. True. Let's do a better job of that, if nothing else. Let's let's keep people on the right path. Let's keep the keep people from being tripped up by these issues that we're seeing a growing trend of. You mm-hmm. know, because again, we just assuming that these guys know better, and we they seen what we've gone through, and they just we just assuming that they shouldn't get tripped up by the by the by the things we may have got tripped up by, right? Right. Let's let's hold them accountable. Let's pull them up. Let's keep them away from things when we see things coming, because we as older people can see it. You can see you can see around corners. Yeah. So when you see around these corners, you see these people falling. Try your best to keep them out of harm's way. Yeah. You know, and they might be upset with you at the moment, but they'll thank you for it later. There it is. And I'm gonna leave it at that. There. All right, so let's talk about another quick NBA topic. Um, it was real interesting too, and I would just want to get your quick respect, perspective on this because I, I, I kind of laughed at this. This is kind of funny to me. Now, the NBA is 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 voting. I'm going to I'm going to call it voting. <laughs> They're yeah. going to vote on this particular aspect of it here soon, right? They're talking about implementing a low management rule in the NBA. Now, they are going to encourage if this vote passes. They're going to encourage that stars and multiple stars, if you have them on your team, uh, will be disallowed from sitting out multiple games, especially big city and national televised games uh, going forward. Now, under these new rules, the you can incur the first time fine of a thousand, hundred thousand dollars. Then you get to two fifty for a second violation. Then you get up to a million each additional violation after that, which is pretty a pretty stiff penalty. Yeah, pretty stiff penalty. Now. When I first read this, I laughed because I like yeah, that's that's a joke. Because let's be honest with you, my, my 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 opinion is this: there's always when you put things in legal terms, you put things in writing. There's always loopholes, right? Yes, there's always loopholes. And and I thought that yeah, like y'all really think that people are going to follow about this because guess guess what's going to happen? 
that the moment they want to sit somebody or rest somebody that's a air quote star injury and just put him on injury list like just just say yeah. he has injury just say he has tweaked the ankle he has a tweaked hamstring pulled muscle whatever he's he's out for the for injury perspective yeah you know but then i started to think deeper and i thought about this like you know i i, I always argue that i feel like the nba season is too long first and foremost yeah yeah. I feel like the NBA season is too long. 82 games is too long. I think baseball plays too many games. I think basketball plays too many games. And, yeah. I, and I, I argue that you, the revenue that you get encountered from these games that people are really not paying attention isn't that much where you can't string the season to maximize your profits in that ma- in that matter. But again, I don't know the numbers. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, that's my take on it when it comes down to this. You know, One thing is it's laughable, but on the same spectrum, you, you're basically asking for trouble. Let's just say hypothetically this passed and they were and they were strictly enforcing it and they want to allow you to use injury designation as a rule reason, right? You're you're basically forcing people to, you know, forcing the oh, an ability to wear down your product. Because yeah. what's going to happen is you're going to end up injuring more people. More people want to be out legitimately, can't play, and yeah. you're still not gonna get the desired result that you're looking for anyway. No. So you know, I don't get the even the the nece- the the need for this. To be honest, I mean, it is what it is. You shrink mm-hmm. the season, you get more, you maximize your games, and and there's more urgency in it. You know, yeah. and I'm not saying shrinking the trash. I'm saying by maybe 20 games, shrink about yeah. 20 games. You have, you know, and then you know, don't even get me started on this pl- in this in season tournament garbage. That's a whole other conversation. So you want to give me in season tournament, which is trash. Then you want to mm-hmm. give me a, a fine for low managing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going you know try to force people to play. And you want to end up with pe- more people hurt, and you're going to get yeah. more people out for long for longer duration, and your 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 market game is going to be watered down, and your playoffs are going to be watered down because the, the people that's supposed to be there are not going to be there. Yeah. So, I think it's a joke. How do you feel? Yeah. I think look, we we both on the same page. It's a mm-hmm. joke, man. Because again, when you do things like this, instead of encouraging the behavior you want to see, when you come out with these type of legalities, first and foremost just natural human nature, you start looking for the loopholes. Well, how can we get around it? Because right. now it's, wait a minute, you're going to find me? Okay, well, hey, the injury reserve. Hey, you got a hamstring. You got a calf strain. You got an ankle twist. You got an elbow. You got this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now they come back with, oh, medical, if medical is found to be fudging or whatever, it's going to be this fine. Okay, well, the next thing is probably going to be, hey, they're taking a mental day. Mm, right 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 that becomes a problem because when someone's really going through a mental fitness issue mm. it's going to be hard to it's going to sully that right uh-huh. not saying that it's going to damage it but it's going to sully that because you're going to start seeing more pop-ups of where the person has to take a mental break it has to take mm. a mental day the stress mm. listen i'll wrap up by saying this it's coming down to money it's coming down to those big front seat people getting upset because they paid. Oh, I was about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%, the 100%, 100%. They paid the money mm-hmm. to be on the front row, uh-huh. to be Instagram and X'd, yep. formerly Twitter, yep. right? And to mm-hmm. get there, they don't even care about the basketball game. They just want to take the picture and to be on the front row. Well, That's now they've, they've bought this, let's say, $1,000 ticket to get uh-huh. down there. And all of a sudden, let's use a star player, whatever star player you want to use, happens to day of sit out, load, manage. Now mm. they piss because they're not ready. It's just like going into church. Everybody's coming to see the main pastor. When the associate pastor goes to preach, nobody wants to come to church. They don't want to show up. <laughs> That's a fact. Right. 
That's they, the they, they, the don't, don't, and don't tell them beforehand because they automatically know that that's something they're not going. <laughs> they watching church from home. That's they it. watching church from home while and they all, making and pancakes. Only, and only for the choir. They're going to turn and it on after, for the, after the choir. Only for the choir. Yeah. So, yeah, instead of encouraging the, 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 the behavior and saying, hey, we want competitive basketball. We want to see our best players play against our best players. How can we do this? You have been a proponent of let's shrink the season. It's too many back-to-backs. It's too many games that are being played and mm-hmm. it's wearing air and it's going to water down the product. And then right. my fear is this. You start seeing all-star game basketball where players really aren't playing hard because in the game, so in the game, they just going 50%, right? They're there. Okay. You're going to find me. You can find, I'm not going to let you find me, but I'm also not going to play hard hundred percent basketball. And then that, what is that going to do? That's going to sully and water down your product. So yeah, man, Mm -hmm. it's just, first of all, how I'm interested to see how you're going to, you're going to put this into, um, into place are you gonna are you gonna talk to the coach are you gonna talk to the medical personnel how are you going to say wait a minute you have done too many load management days because it's almost like wait a minute you can't load management with your star player and this person and -hmm. if they're in conjunction that's too much okay well i'm hurt well, I think it's a criteria. I think they said if you made a, a, a All Star game or you made All NBA in the last three seasons, that that you counted that criteria. So you, you guys like Jason Tatum, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know Joel Embiid, Jokic, those guys are, will be the ones in 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 the criteria, not the role players. I think Jack brought that up earlier. He said make the roster bigger, but I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But they only care about the top end guys anyway. Like they want they want to be if you, LeBron only comes to a city once a year. And he low manages. They don't want to see that. That's that's where bottom line is. Now I get the idea. The fan, you know, especially if you're in you're in Milwaukee, right? But you're a LeBron right. James fan, right? You're ten right. years old. You bought all. You got all LeBron's jerseys, right? Now, every yeah. city wins. You got Miami, Cleveland, LA, and you 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 come to the game, and you're like, okay, LeBron's out tonight, and he only get one chance in his in his whole entire season to see LeBron. And let's be honest, LeBron ain't gonna pay forever. You might get two more seasons out of him at best. You know, you he, he lost his chance to see him. So I get that aspect of it, but yeah. to, that's a small sample size. You get like look at the big picture. You know, again, like you said, water down a product, you know, and then you know, I just think that the NBA is really, really, you know, hustling backwards again when you come down to the playing tournament, the play the yeah. in season tournament and this whole load management rule. I mean, it's just again, if you really want to make some real change and, and maximize your production and your product on the on the court, just, just minimize the games. Eight is way too many. The next thing's gonna start happening is you're gonna see all these all-star players not playing the all-star game. That's another they thing because that's a choice. You don't have to do that. Break. You don't have they to do that. Break. They'll yeah. be there, yeah, but they not they're gonna rest. Yep. They're gonna catch the rest doing the all-star game. And that's mm-hmm. again, that's going to water down the all-star game. Jack, you might be right. The team might just say pay and forget it. Like they don't they don't care. Like, okay, you're gonna find me fine. I'll I'll pay the hundred, I'll pay the hundred K or whatever just in one time just to save my player because I got a chance yep. to win a title. If he's hurt. I have no chance. None. So what I'm not going to do is worry about 100K when I'm making billions when I could make, you know, even more money in the playoffs. So What's why would I do that? Case? What's 100K What's in the 100K? grand scheme of things? You yeah. know, that's 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 weekend money. That's fun money. Fun coupons yeah. as as your man <laughs> as your man uh uh was it Belfort from the Wolf of Wall Street said fun coupons. Yeah. Fun, fun coupons. coupons. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know, but we'll we'll see how it goes. It hadn't passed yet, but I just thought it was laughable that they thought they they, they, would get off, they was gonna get that off. I really thought it was laughable they gonna get it off without people laughing at it. Yeah, yeah. All right, get so out let's, of here, yeah. So let's 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 move over to the NBA, the NFL. We're done with the NBA. Let's move over to the NFL. Yeah, let's get to this NFL. <laughs> so we got a lot to cover here. Damn you know, and, and the stories just keep growing and growing. So we, we, we're we going to we're gonna try to get through this in, in short orders. You know, we got a lot of people in the chat today. So, you know, we had we had some big money given out over the weekend. Um, that upset. Cleveland-Cincinnati game had uh, half a billion Listen. on the field at one time. You want, you want to hear a funny stat that I heard today? They said that uh, I think eight or nine quarterbacks equaled up to almost a billion dollars in, in, in contract money, new contract money. And none of them threw a touchdown pass on a Sunday. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> none of them. None of them. Then nobody get to shoot they load. Everybody walked away with blue balls. You know, you know David. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> you gotta say that at ten o'clock, Kurt. Ten o'clock. <laughs> Damn it, I'm nine minutes early. I'm yeah, sorry. Exactly. I'm exactly. Sorry. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. $910 million is the number. $910 million passed out between Burrow, Lamar, you know, and a few others, and none of them threw a quick touchdown pass last week. And last, oh, we're going to have a conversation. If I'm a general manager, my owner, we're going to have a conversation. I'm saying, I'm saying. So, you know, talk about the big money heavyweights. Joe Burrow, Joe Cool got his money, Ooh. right? Joe Cool got his money. And didn't get over 100 yards passing. He had 82 yards passing. Damn it, I had him on my fantasy team. I was blown. <laughs> I just, it was a, literally was a, lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blown away. I was like, this dude, oh my God. You picked this week that really shouldn't have been. You really did that? The first week out the <laughs> gate? I mean, the, the ink wasn't dry on the contract. Like, did they, they have it? You know, they got to, with that type of money, you would, you got like a five day waiting period before it clears on your yep. account? Yeah, it ain't even money ain't clearing his count yet. He already, you know, you know, hustling backwards when it comes down to the, his production, right? 82 yards. 82 yards. Passing. It got benched in the fourth quarter. 82. Listen, that is Georgia Tech quarterback. The old school Georgia Tech speed wishbone quarterback. <laughs> That's Air Force Academy. It really That's is. That's Academy quarterback passing yeah. yards yeah. in one game. Yeah, but as you can see on the screen, f- five years, two hundred seventy-five million, two hundred nineteen million dollars guaranteed. He's now the highest-paid player in NFL history. What's the O one? What is two hundred nineteen? I don't know. But what I'll take it though. If you want to, if you want to have a rounding error, he can, he can hand it off to me now. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. He can hand it off to me. I, I can take that O one. Yeah. But anyway, you can do something with it. You can do something with it. But but I I like the I, I like the fact that you know the guaranteed money is 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 at that number because I'm I'm starting to. I'm starting to wait and, and and try to you know hear the you know the 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 people that had issues with the two thirty, yeah. You know, you know, I'm waiting for them to come back and tell me you know, oh, it's okay for Joe Burrow to have two nineteen fully guaranteed. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. we're creeping to that number, and and I'm be honest, he's a, he's the highest paid player now. But come next year when Trevor Lawrence deal comes up, Ooh. I'm sure that that two nineteen is going to be in the two twenties, maybe two thirties. So people scoffed at the idea that 230 was blasphemous. But I promise you that Trevor Lawrence is going to get close to that number if he doesn't hit it already. I'm banking on 225. Easy. I'm 225 is a given. I'm just wondering if it's going to get higher than that. I just wonder if it's going to get higher than that. They're going to stop at like 228. 
<laughs> just to mess with you. Two, no, no, yeah. no. Two twenty nine ninety eight. Yeah, <laughs> just to mess with people. Two twenty nine oh seven. Right, just to mess with people. Right. It's, yeah. it's still not two thirty. It's still not two thirty. Not two thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Joe Cool got paid. So uh, that was that was good. I mean, let's be honest with you. You know, I, we 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 all believe that he deserves it. You know, it did yeah. just the just the leadership and the production and the turning around of that franchise. He's done. Um, in yeah. the time in the three three and a half years he's been there. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it was it was a foregone conclusion. You know, when Herbert yeah. got his money. I was like, it's not gonna be long before he's not the highest paid anymore. I didn't even I didn't even trip. I didn't even he's trip overpaying on. his contract. He's oh, overpaying yeah. it. Oh yeah. So yeah, it, it's no big deal. So yeah. not only him, but your man Nick Bosa got paid. <laughs> one hundred seventy million dollar extension, one twenty two point five fully guaranteed in his deal. Mm. Mm. And he played. He played like he was a hundred and seventy oh. million dollar oh, man. Oh geez, oh geez. When he showed yeah. up, when he showed up, it changed the dynamic of San Francisco. Listen, I, I was 100%. curious how how much is this going to affect it now. This proves the point. Like when people are this damn good, you just pay them and don't leave. And you sleep well at night because yeah. just see the amount of literally dogs off the Damn leash, it. the dogs off the leash on his defense when Nick Bosa is suited up. Oh my gosh! Listen, I feel bad for the Steelers. I really do. Like they have a shot, a snowball's chance in hell of of competing in this game the way they was hunting. Made Mike Tomlin say, "We got kicked in the teeth." Exactly. Exactly. So. I mean, you know, just let's just ask the obvious question. Do you believe that these two contracts were justified and well worth it? And and what does it mean for them, for their teams going forward? Justified, yes. Mm-hmm. I would say the immediate return on investment goes to the 49ers. Yeah, absolutely. I'm listen, with what Joe Burrow has done to an historically under underwhelming franchise he has he has worked for this contract truth be told he's gotten them to a super bowl Mm. he's gotten them to an afc championship Mm. he was on the verge of doing it until he had that knee injury right so what he's done for the Bengals has made them contenders in every game so i'm not going to say he has not worked for that contract. I'm just going to say based off production, Joey um, has clearly given, given the return on investment from signing the contract and walking right into the game. Mm. He listen, what he does to elevate that defense um, before he, the Steelers people were looking one way. As soon as he signed, a lot of people said, well, there went the Steelers chance because now he's back. And what he did game day, wrecking havoc, like you said, some people you just pay the money, you just go to bed at night knowing that you made a good investment. And with this, this signing and with the trading away Trey Lance Mm -hmm. and the way Brock Purdy played, John Lynch has secured his employment with San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah. Between him and uh, it, between Shanahan and Lynch, yeah, they're they're, they're safe. <laughs> they, I don't think we have safe. no trepidation about the fact that they are you know in good hands. And I think yeah. they get they actually is a blessing in disguise because you have to look at it from a perspective that Brock Purdy's on a seventh round contract. 
for the next three years. So they can just literally spend their money and, yeah. and, and positional talent for the next three years yes. and be comfortable yes. and not have to worry about a big money contract coming from a quarterback. So that's and, and, and a productive quarterback to that. So I I holistically, wholeheartedly believe that they're in good hands for the next three or four years based upon how Brock Purdy. Because I was worried about his arm and the, and the injury, but he didn't look affected no more. at all. He didn't look affected at all. You know. No. And again, Joe Burrow. Again, you know, I you know I, I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid a little bit about what he said. You know, when they asked him, you know, are they in the Super Bowl window? He said, as long as I'm the quarterback, I'm in the Super Bowl window. And talk I, that talk. I believe it. Talk I believe that talk. it. Talk, talk that talk, Joe. Cool. Yeah. So I, I think he, I think he's on, he's on par with what, he, what he's saying based upon his leadership and his, and his production. So yeah. Again, I, I go to sleep at night. This is like buying Apple stock right before iPhone came out. Mm, mm, I see what you did there. I yeah. see what you did there. Yeah. 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 It's gonna make you money. It's gonna make yeah. you money. One way or other. It's investing. It's investing in IBM in 1984, even though you don't know what IBM is going to do. And, yeah, investing in the internet when when Al Gore came up with the idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. AOL stock it's, when they first came out with them 50 hour free discs. <laughs> yes, it's a good investment. It's a good, it's a good investment. investment. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're I think we're comfortable with the fact that they're going to be fine. And then again, the, the Bengals get their cornerstone and their quarterback, and they got their cornerstone edge rusher. And I think their that defense is going to be good for a good while. And Ooh, I like the fact that they have changed defensive coordinators twice now and haven't missed the beat. Without a doubt, haven't missed the beat. Mm. Hey, so, all right, so let's move over. Let's talk about uh, a, a rival of the uh, Joe Burrow led Bengals, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Now, after their uh, week one loss um, in dramatic fashion, uh, that's a beautiful picture. Chiefs, right there. Yeah, yeah, should the Chiefs be worried? Uh, and why? Why not at this point? Mm. I just, I just saw that. I just saw that gentleman with the number thirty-two. Yeah, uh, jersey yeah, yeah. on Detroit. Yeah, that's I, I got. I just said. But um, yeah, yeah. To answer your question, I would say defensively, no. Now that Chris Jones has signed, yeah. um, I think, I think his absence uh-huh. uh, put pressure on the Chiefs right. because I think the Chiefs said this. Hold on, we can't have Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones out. Right. One or the other, okay. But when they looked at how that offense performed. And mm-hmm. then look at how that defense performed. And don't get me wrong. The defense actually didn't play terrible. No. They they, they were in the they game. And they held it down. Yeah. But what started happening was the more and more that the Lions got comfortable attacking the middle of the field and those linebackers, and the more and more you watched that there was no pass rush, no pressure up the middle, the more you got, uh, the more you got, uh, the more the Chiefs got concerned because they're like, wait a minute, we don't have Kelsey. Mm-hmm. We see what's happening and we don't have Chris Jones. Oh, now we got to go ahead and, hey, look, let's get him in the building. And that's what happened. So to answer your question, I don't, I think now they're going to be able to settle the ship. Uh-huh. But I do think offensively, uh, we're seeing something. Uh, one, we're seeing how important Travis Kelsey is to this mm-hmm. offense. And mm-hmm. two, dare I say, we're seeing how important Eric Bieniemy is to this offense. Mm. You know what? 
I'm not ready to jump on that narrative yet. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not ready yeah. to jump on that. Now, I now, now we I'm, not, get... I'm gonna leave it. I'm just gonna say it and leave it. Okay. But okay. I, I think the Chiefs should be concerned offensively. As sp- okay. I'm gonna say more offensively because here's the thing: mm. the gap between Kelsey and the next player, receiver is period, so dramatic. Is. The, the next, yeah, especially receive is so dramatic. It is. You're right. It's You're so dramatic, right. and and we see how key Kelsey is to make Patrick comfortable. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of plays that if Kelsey's there, I know where Patrick is going with the football. Right. He would have went to Kelsey. Those third downs that Tony mm-hmm. dropped would have been Kelsey passes. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Okay. And they over the middle. Yeah. 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 It's going I, to Kelsey. So, yeah, they should be concerned offensively. Um, they, they're they probably going to do everything in their power to make sure Kelsey's on that field week two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, even even if he isn't, I think long term, I think they're still going to be fine. Um, yeah. You know, and it did. You know, and this is uh, this is going to rile up DZ. You know, he's my fellow Charger fan. Um, right. I think that everybody else losing, but outside of the Raiders in the division, didn't didn't help matters either. Like, I think yeah. they, you know, that if, if everybody had a one and they lost, then okay, maybe we're we you know we're we're game behind now. Let's let, let's get it going quicker. Let's get Kelsey out there faster, but. Everybody's on one except for the Raiders, which is bizarre world. If everybody, <laughs> you know, if anybody is betting, it's bizarre world. But yeah. yet again, I feel like that particular aspect of it, you know, in a long haul of seventeen games, they're going to be fine. Now, I will say this: now, this is you know, but prior to this all coming to fruition, that Kelsey wasn't seriously injured, and Chris Jones is back. It was a little turbulent. Like this is one of those things where you catch a little turbulence mid-flight. And you yeah. don't know for a second or two, like, you know, are we going to make it safely? But then, you know, levels off. This, you know, the skies clear up. And, yep. then, you know, you're flying, you flying comfortable after that. And I think that's yep. where they're at at this point. Now, again, I'm not willing to be ready to jump on the Eric Bielemy train. Now, granted, you know, part of me, my my, my sadistic self wants it to be true that everybody needs, that they're going to be affected by Eric Bielemy's departure. But I'm yeah. not really ready to jump on that train yet because I, they still have Andy Reid. And I still think that Andy Reid is the, you know, Genius, yeah, quintessential genius when it comes down to offensive talent and offensive play calling. So, you know, yes, Eric is is you know his games, his schematics, his his eye for noticing you know matchup problems and you know his his just his style of play calling with the talent he has was was you know unparalleled. But I still think they're going to be fine, you know, based upon the talent that they have and have fact that Andy Reid is still there and Patrick Mahomes your quarterback. So I I don't think they I think they really are, are too. You know, two two in the weeds yet as far as being uh, an issue with them being uh, highly competitive and in trying and trying to repeat. So I'm okay. not I'm not I'm not highly worried. You know, now you know they do fall off the, the wagon. You know, because I'm a Chargers fan, that's cool too. But you know, as an analyst, you know, I think that truly, honestly, they're, they're going to be fine. I'm not I'm not concerned. Again, DZ, then, said, DZ said, "Oh no, Chiefs are chilling right now. They ain't worried. I am though." <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. 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 We won't get that in week one breakdown too, DZ. We won't get to that. But, and I think SoCal was looking forward too. So we will talk about it. But I, I, I again, I, I don't think that, I'm not, I'm not pushing the panic button. You know, I'm not pushing the panic button. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll bounce back. Yeah. You know, get, you know, even if Kelsey plays 50% of the snaps, that's all they're going to need. Okay. That's all they're going to need. You know, working back slow. You don't got, you don't got to get them out there too early. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about that. The, the the somber news of the oh, week, <laughs> you know, the Monday nights, um, you know, I guess you can say, 
you know, I guess you can say the cloud over Monday night. I'm gonna call it that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Aaron Rodgers four snaps in, tears his Achilles. Man, that's man. rough, man. Now I'm gonna say this, you know, and everybody that's yeah. been an avid listener and has been a, a, a person that's listening to us religiously knows that he, you and I both have had smoke for Aaron Rodgers. We, we, we all, they all, we all. I tweeted this earlier too, so it's not a, it's not a shock. I, we we've had smoke for Aaron Rodgers. However, however, yeah, I, you know, I'm a former player, coach. You know, a lot of different aspects and a lot of different avenues of the game that I've been involved in. And True. you know, regardless of what I, issues I had with you, there never been an issue about your ability to play football. That's that's never clear. the talent. Never the talent. Never the talent. And on top of the fact that. You know, I always side with the player when it comes down to injuries. And, and it's yeah. it's completely and utterly unfortunate, and I don't wish it on anybody, especially yeah. in this situation because they had high hopes as a yeah. as a franchise with him being their quarterback. And it's completely and utterly unfortunate. Yes. It really is. Um, you know, and my heart goes out to Aaron. Um, and I hope, you know, that he finds it within himself to try to give it one more go. Um, because yeah. I don't want to see him go out like that. But, you know, this news was completely and utterly, uh, you know, the worst case scenario. I mean, damn, I yeah. mean, you know, this the, this the lead up, the hard knock stuff, you know, him coming out with a flag on 9-11, oh, you know, it, it was it was it was set up to be good. I mean, you know, yeah. and especially how bad the the Bills played. I yes. mean, they, they literally could have really looked good last night had he not got hurt, you know, but. Yeah. I gotta lay this a little bit of blame. I, I, I want to give him a lot, but I'm gonna give him a, a, a sneak. You know, it, it just could be bad luck. But uh, I gotta lay the the issue at the feet of the of the organization a tad bit because we've been talking about this O line and their ability to protect Aaron for a good while. Yeah, you know, that's been the only. I don't want you to word. I don't want you word. I'm not gonna say what I want to say because it has something to do with his injury. But the only negative that we really can really cite is whether or not they're going to have better protect him. And we've all come to the understand that Aaron is not the most mobile, you know, quarterback like he was, you know, five, yeah. six, seven years ago. You know, yeah. he was getting less mobile, more of a pocket guy. So you got to be able to put some type of protection around him. And we had questions about a 38-year or Dwayne Brown who hadn't played all preseason. Yeah. Uh, Makai Beckner, who had been coming back from two knee, gruesome knee injuries and and lost a lot of weight and things of that nature. So he was trying to fit back into his, you know, playing ability. So, yeah. and, and in four plays, I think two out of them, he was heavily pressured, not three. So, yeah, I think that this particular situation, you know, you've got to do better about protecting your golden goose, you know, in yeah. a sense. Um, yeah. And I hope that, you know, if Aaron can, you know, rehab successfully and quickly and come back at the start of next season, I hope that they work hard to write that, to write that ship. I mean, whatever you got to do to find yourself a solid left tackle, you know, yeah. cause I think Macau will be fine, but you got to find yourself a solid left tackle. Um, cause I, I mean, I love Dwayne Brown when he was prime, but he, that he ain't it. He ain't it. Now with, <laughs> these, ain't it. Now with these, you know, monster edge rushers that they got, you know, on the other side, the bills, the who the the dolphins just in the, you know the the patriots who are sneaky good at brushing the passer super so, good yeah so you got to do better about protecting Aaron because he's going to be a stationary person and coming off an Achilles he's going to be even more stationary even so, more yep so that's my advice to this into the situation is unfortunate uh and I hope that you do better about protecting him if he does come back what say you yeah no I'd say the same thing I'm spot on with you on all that it was um again we don't wish that on any 
person, right? We don't wish that injury on anyone. Um, we may think you're mercurial. We may think you may have a sense of narcissism. Right. We can have all of that. Yeah. But that the, we draw the line on not seeing your ability displayed on the field. Agreed. And one thing there's no argument about is his ability with his right arm to throw a football. Absolutely. I will personally say that I was becoming more appreciative of who Aaron Rodgers was from Hard Knocks, seeing mm-hmm. his intelligence, seeing his actually ability to coach up Wilson and how he galvanized that team. There was a sense of we have Aaron Rodgers on this team. Oh, they got He's they, quarterback. They got right on the bus with him. They like, let's go. We have a chance, right? Yeah. And I was, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you at all. I was really looking forward to what him and Garrett Wilson was gonna be able to do. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. He played with Devontae Adams, he saw a legendary receiver. And he's and he said, I'm not saying he's Devontae, but I see a lot of the characteristics that made Devontae who Devontae the, is. The kid, the kid is special. And I would like to say he's, he's even special, more switchier and faster than Devontae is. So that that right there is an extra added dimension that you didn't have with him. So yeah. you know, he's not yeah. as tall and as you know, and as big as a of a target as Devontae, but damn, I mean the kid is 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 legit. I mean, let's just keep it's it honest. He He's legit, special. and I just yeah. I'm sad. I'm sad as 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 a fan of the game, and I'm sad for the for the Jets because they did everything possible to, to try to get themselves in in the conversation. Yeah, you know, of being a contender, and literally four plays into the game, now, I think they said it was like 75 seconds of the game he was gone. Yeah, you know? he went 0 and one. He went 0 and one. Um, and he's out right. And again, I I loved. I'm being I'm being real because if anybody's paid attention to the podcast, you know that I've had disdain for Aaron uh, last season with the Packers and and how that went down. Uh-huh. But I really did appreciate the coaching that he did with Wilson, how he informed him right because he could have been very standoffish. Again, right. I don't know if it was just for the camera, mm-hmm. but. Some of the things that was said about him when I watch Hard Knocks, he was there with Wilson. He was teaching him how to slide. I saw, to me, from my eye, I saw a change in Wilson's mechanics in the way he looked at the field, the way he approached the game. Confidence. Confidence. Yeah, confidence. And he had the ability to say, let me reset because now all the focus is on Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So now I get the to pressure's I get, yeah. the pressure's off, right? Mm-hmm. And again, I like to see the team and how they were moving, how they were gelling, right? I'm talking about the players uh with Aaron went to Broadway, they went out to dinner. It was just listen, the Jets were in a place like to me, they had took a deep breath like this mm-hmm. is our time. Right. This is our moment. We have a we have a world class defense. Now we finally have someone who Hall can of take Fame quarterback in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame now we can put both of them together, and let's see what happens. And it's just sad to see four plays in, and we talked about this offline when he stood up 
if anybody paid attention and he shook his head. One thing about Aaron, he's in tune with his body. He's in tune with what's going on with him. And when he stood up and he shook his head and sat back down, Mm. that was the automatic, nah, this. mm, Well, I think he knew it before then because, you know, if now we know what the injury is, anybody that's had an injury, they tell you that you know it when it happens. Sounds like a gunshot. Yeah. He he lightly reached back and let it go. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, man. It it just, and here's the other thing the Packers are. Dare say the Packers are upset right now because it's for multiple reasons. Like, where was this, you know, jovial Aaron when we needed him to be jovial and galvanize the team in Green Bay? And they don't get a first round pick now because he ain't gonna play 70% of the snaps. That's that's the part I was about to say. Mm-hmm. I was about to say that what hurts is they're looking like, well, there goes our damn first round pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the ironic yeah. thing is now if the if the if the Jets get to keep that, use it on the left tackle. Because just what these yes. edges said, we're not trading Rashawn Slater out of out of LA for no no price <laughs> of, of, of gold in China. I don't give a damn what yes. you offer us. We're not trading yes. Rashawn Slater. He's None. gonna be, he's gonna be locked and loaded with Justin Herbert for the foreseeable yes. future. We're yes. not letting he's that happen. Protect. We every left tackle, every good left tackle right. just got security in their contract. That they did. Because they see they yeah. see the fallout if you don't do anything. Yes. Richie yes. Richie, yes. what's happening, good brother? What's happening? Yeah, so, you know, we we pray that Aaron comes back, man, and we hope that he has a speedy recovery, and then it's just unfortunate. We're all saddened by the news, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we hope that he has a speedy recovery. And, and you know, a final point, so, you know, in, in touching on this before we move on, what do you think the Jets uh, do, and what do you think they go from here based upon his history and Zach Wilson being the number one quarterback now? I think you ride with Zach Wilson. I agree, but how 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 far do they go now? If they, with, with Zach being a quarterback, it definitely changes. I put them now, man. I hate to say it, but I don't. I think they're fourth now in the division. Yeah, Oof. yeah. I was going yeah. to be optimistic and say maybe with that defense, they make the playoffs at the back end, at the high. That ceiling is maybe the seventh seed of the playoffs. I think that might be the ceiling at this point. But she said they finished fourth in the division. That's, you have no chance of that. The way the Dolphins looked, as long as two stays Give me a moment. Give me a moment. <laughs> the Bills, I don't think. The Bills taking a step back. And I think we were spot on. We were yeah. right on. We had that, we had that pegged. They yeah. took a step back. They're, they're taking a step back. And I think they're going to go to third. I think, no, I think they're going to go to second. Uh-huh. I think the Patriots, listen, this is my hot take. I have a greater respect for Bill Belichick after that game that I watched. Against the Eagles, yeah. Um, against the Eagles. And the defensive things that he does. Oh, listen. Oh, and oh, by the way, I told, you, I told you Christian Gonzalez was him, didn't I? I did. I did say Christian Gonzalez. He's him. He's him. He's a dog. Okay. I I just want to be sure that y'all know that Coach called it first. That Christian Gonzalez is going to mess around and be the best cornerback in his draft class. He's a dog. Now, also, uh, because of that, and looking at the offense and what happened the second half of that Eagles game, I really think that the Patriots are going to make some noise. So I think they're going to bump up to third. This is no knock per se to the Jets. I just think that Zach Wilson, even with the growth, even with 
what he's learned from Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he has the capability to overcome that situation with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, that's I, a tall remember, order. I think I had I think I had them second, but without him, I, I think I have them fourth. But it's only fourth because of the division, and I just don't I just don't see um them when going toe to toe with the Patriots, uh overcoming the Patriots. And it's it's it's, it's just an unfortunate thing. Somebody has to finish fourth. I don't I think that yeah. the Jets are gonna mm-hmm. be bad. I don't think they just plummet. I just think it comes down to a numbers game and the way Miami looked. I just think the Jets are going to be fourth. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a rough one. I, I I like the defense, you know, and if they can if they can figure out a way to get Zach Wilson uh, productive enough to move the offense yeah. and not give the game away, I think they can be competitive. But the, the only only I, can't, I keep wanting to use the word that, that has something to do yeah. with Aaron injury. I don't yeah. want to call. I want yeah. to say. I know. I know. Like this bad <laughs> Like yeah, bad juju. Let's not do that. Let's yeah. not do that. I just feel like the issue with this is they got a really tough schedule, especially their first six games. They got they literally mm-hmm. got to turn around and play the Cowboys next week. They needed so, this is where they needed Aaron Rodgers through this stretch. They did, and and oh, they needed a brick in their schedule. Like you know, if they got a brick in their schedule while Aaron was hurting, got to get Zach, you know, acclimated and get him comfortable, then that would have been fine. But they got murderers rolling the next six, five weeks. And the way that offensive line looked ugh, again, ugh. again, and they face nothing but good pass rushes. Nothing but good passes. That team they have coming up next. Ooh. What they put on the field against the Giants. Listen, I listen. I was in heaven. I what I saw for the 49ers on defense, what I saw from the Cowboys on defense, I was in I was in fat kid heaven. (laughs) Like I was like a fat kid with two cakes. I was loving it. I was loving it. Cowboys front line is different. It is. It is. I told you. I, I told is. you. I told you that. Listen, if you've been watching my concert, I told you what the defense is going to look like. I told you the Cowboys defense was ready. And they, and, they, the, and the Jets got a, a a ferocious front line. The the 49ers, truth be told, have a ferocious. But I think yeah. collectively, Coach, I think I, you're right. I, collectively. You, we did a breakdown. We Cowboys, a I told you that D-line was the best in the league. I told you that. Listen. That Cowboys I, front. I line try to tell y'all. Different. I try to tell y'all. I try to tell you. They different. I told you. Listen, with the with the amount of dudes they got, and you're gonna let Michael Parsons be a full time edge rusher, man. Look out. <laughs> and they, you know, they play him. They play him in a smart way. They do. When they find barbecue chicken, that's who they let Parsons line up over. That's it. And it don't matter where it is on the offensive line. It could be the interior, the guard, the tackle. It don't matter. The tight end. You got to go against him. You got to see him. Got to see him. Got to see him. They do what they do with him. They do with Miles Garrett. They move Miles Garrett all around. Yeah, it's on Sunday too, and he was eating them up too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm gonna learn to listen to old coach one of these days. I'm gonna listen. I'm I'm just gonna let you know. You gonna listen? You gonna learn to listen to old coach one? He knows a thing of three. And that's what makes me nervous because even even in their division, don't sleep on that New England Patriots out that defensive line. Oh, that defense gonna be straight. Now I'm not concerned about the defense at all. I'm just worried. I was just concerned, 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 and consumed about the idea that whether or not they're gonna move the ball successfully with the weapons they have and the quarterback. They're not going next week because that yeah. defensive line they about to face next week. Ooh. They couldn't handle. They couldn't handle d- this defensive line against the Bills. What the hell you think they about to do against the Cowboys? Uh, it's about to be ugly. Zach Wilson may not have a W in his name at the end of this game. 
just be Ilson. Zach Ilson. <laughs> Ilson. <laughs> you know it's bad when a quarterback just look around like, gosh, damn, can, right. can somebody help me? Right, right. I don't, I don't care if you got to stab him. Just keep on my ass. <laughs> can you just hold? I'd rather have second and fifth 25. Right. Yeah. There yeah. you go. All right. So let's move on. So let's talk about week one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Zach week Ilson. one. Zach Ilson, yes. That's him. That's going to be him. They're they, they going to rip that W right off his jersey. Right. They're going to knock that W all the way off. Right. Mm. Hell, man. So, yeah, let's talk about week one. What what surprised you? What had you looking like these dudes on the screen after week one? You know, here's the oh, breakdown. Man. Here's the schedule. We're going to bring it up, bring it up, you know, bring time in, this, in the uh, – give you the big screen look. You know, so we had, so, you know – I mean, we go top, we're going to bottom the top. You got, you know, the Lions game. The, the, the dog walking of the Giants, the Eagles close that game. Had, that had me looking like that. That Giants Cowboys game. Yeah, yeah. That that the Rams game had me looking like that. The 49ers game had me looking like that. The and, Bucks Vikings game had me looking like that. And I was looking like Cat Williams at the Chargers game. I'm just gonna keep it real. Nobody brings his face back at that. Yeah. <laughs> that. That game had me look like Cat. I I just be real about yeah. it. I just I just. I could, I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. But Minnesota, I, I, I Minnesota, the Minnesota game against the Bucks had me looking like Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't ready for that one either. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that either. That, wow, mm. wow. Okay, okay. Let, let's let, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about it. Thinking promoted the head coach. As Ansley takes over the defense, and Staley defense does this again. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a balk at that one, and I'm gonna say this. I say that. Kellen Winslow gets bumped up to head coach. That Ansley still run a defense, and let's just figure it out because I'm here to tell you, you know, Which and I'm Kellen never. Winslow? Oh, okay, okay. Kellen, I said I Kellen Winslow. Kellen Moore. I'm sorry, yeah. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Moore. Yeah. The OC the for the Chargers. Kellen Moore. Yeah. Now, and I'm just gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be be transparent. Let's put this. Let's. We know this score was 36-34. Let's put this back on the screen real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Let's Front let's, let's let's just be clear about the situation. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. You know, because I I give grace to coaches, you know, because I I am one. I give grace to players because I used to be one. Yeah. So I'm never quick to judge and never be overreactionary when it comes down to your job as a pro coach. Like as a pro player, as a pro coach, I'm never quick to judge. Right. You know, I need a large sample size of what you have or have not done in the league before I judge you okay. on whether or not you're good at, at your job, right? Okay. But at this point... <laughs> at this point right here? I've got three, two and a half, two long years, now going into the third year of Brandon Staley's ineptitude on defense. It's his character now. It, it, it's, it, no, it's it's he's over his proverbial head. When it comes down yeah. to to play calling, it's, it's too much yeah. on. Yeah. He's not he's not ready to be a prime time uh, head coach and, and coordinator in this league. He's not. No. You know, you know when you had you know Hall of Fame level level talent like Khalil Mack in his prime and the Bears and that Bears defense, the Roquan and all them. You had dogs in every corner of the of the of the of the, of the personnel listing. That was one yep. thing. When yep. you were with Rams, you had Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and that ferocious pass was and things of that nature. You know, mm-hmm. you know v- v- vicious linebackers, vicious safeties. You had, you got a pass. 
But now you're in, you're, you're completely on your own. You're on your own steam right now. You're, you're the, yeah. this is your ship. Yeah. And you're failing at what you're supposed to be good at. Miserably. Failing miserably at what you're good at. And I said before going into the season, and check my receipts if you've been watching my content, I said that this is put up a shut up for the Chargers. Put up a shut yeah. up. And what yeah. you cannot do at this point, because we have, it's clear to me at this point, the offense isn't the issue. Nope. No matter who the coordinator is, the offense is an issue. They've they put nope. up the most points, yeah, in the last three years of any team. Yeah, guess what? They put they've given up even more points in the last three years than the other team. Yeah, so clearly, it's clearly it's not the offense. It's not just the Herbert. It's not the receivers. It's not the injuries. Even it's nope. the defense's inability to hold anybody to hold anybody down. Yep. So I'm sorry, Brandon Staley, but. We we need better in the organization. You score you score thirty six, but you allow forty. That's never going <laughs> to win you as a basketball game, a football game, soccer game, tennis. It's never going. It's never going to win you anything. Nope. And I I get it. The defense is much 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 harder to to accomplish and to be successful at. You know, in the league, I, I right. get that. But still, at some point, you gotta you gotta close the door. You just can't yep. keep let people run in the house and never close the door. Yep. And he refuses. He refuses. Refuses. Well, maybe he's just not capable of doing anything about it on his own. At you the know? end, it all it all shakes out to be the same. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So this again, I, I've seen enough because I've, <laughs> I've seen you know because again you know me having a, a defensive mind set right always have always will. Yeah. I know I know some. I know things and I notice things that are schematically wrong with the defense. And it's been like that yeah. since he got there. And I say, okay. well, you know, okay, maybe he's doing this because of this. I mean, given I'm, I'm I'm shooting in bail. I'm like, okay, maybe he's doing this because of the personnel year one. Because year one personnel wasn't great. It wasn't. Yep. You know, but then year two, you go out and spend a, a record number of money on defense alone. Like you spend money on on every facet of defense. You go out and get Khalil Mack. You go out and get JC Jackson. You know, you go out and get, you know, a couple of extra linebackers. You get some extra interior uh uh edge rushers and defensive linemen. You pay mm-hmm. Derwin James. You draft more defensive people. You drafted three or four defensive people in the last two, two drafts. Mm-hmm. And it's still not working. Yeah. At still some wanna... point, it ain't them. Exactly. Exactly. It ain't at some point, it ain't them as you. And again, I've seen issues with, you know, his, ski, his scheme, his alignment, his personnel, his matchups. Yeah. You know, and I'm just going to put it put a plane. He he looked completely and utterly uh, like a fish out of water against the Dolphins this past Sunday. It did. Literally. Because there is, a, there, I mean, just, I mean, even high school boys club coaches know if you got a kid on the, on the other side that can outrun your whole team. Not the whole team. Yeah, the whole team. Yeah. If you know this going into the game, there's no secret. Like you know, yeah. everybody knows about this kid. Yeah, but he plays that boys club high school you college. Bracket. You bracket. You gotta keep some help. You gotta keep help on him at all times. Yeah. They're gonna make a point about you made last week. You remember how you said that it's certain plays that you gotta account for at every time, at every point, and every facet of the game. You gotta know where that guy is. Yeah, they point. They point people. They point yeah, players. Exactly. You gotta know where that guy is. Yeah. So if you don't find and identify and keep Tyreek Hill corralled, it's going to be a long day for anybody. And what anybody. you did was an egregious error on multiple occasions. Now, 
you know, he did try to make some adjustments and put different guys on him, but he was already cooking then. But you yeah. already gave him 150 yards for him before you made any changes. He had his momentum at that time. I'm just and then you you still give up, you know, single, single high looks and single high coverages on him when you know that it's the, the slowest corners you have is Cardinal. Yeah. It's it's I mean, I can go I can go on and on. I can go on and on. We don't got enough time in this podcast for me to cover everything. I think we don't. Right, right. But the, the the run alignments were all were are been bad for three years. Yeah. The fronts have been bad. The personnel he's putting in and choosing to be run defenders has been bad. Yep. The linebacker play until we got Eric Kendricks has been bad. Yep. The idea of not addressing the issue of the second safety to go along with Derwin James has been an issue. Yep. I mean, only don't. And the, the funny thing about it is, the only good thing to me has been really good up to this point has been the corners, but they got cooked last Sunday. So the what used to be your strong suit look bad. Even they look bad. Even look even worse than they should have looked or have looked in the, in the past. Yeah. So I, I really, I really think that at this point, it's just it's, it's time to to make a move now. <laughs> now and again, it's only game one. But I'm sorry, y'all made the Miami Dolphins look like Super Bowl the winners, Madden, the All Madden team. You know, remember the All Madden team back in the day where they had all 99s everywhere. You made it. Really, you made them all look like that. And they you're playing that's not, All Madden on rookie, right? You are playing with the All Madden team on rookie. That's how bad it looked. Yeah, yeah, that's how bad it looked. And I, and I, I uh, just, as a fan, as a as a as a sports analyst, I just, I just, it's just, I've seen enough. At this point, I've seen it up in your mouth. <laughs> it, it really does. I've, I've seen it up. I've seen it up again. And I don't know. I don't know how quickly or or at, at all if the Spanish family is going to act on it. But it, it's it's clear to me that that's the issue. Whether or not yeah. they address it at any given point in time, because I think that them. Because I always said that them hiring Keller Moore was kind of a little bit of a hidden in the window, saying that if if he does not get this right at this particular yeah. facet, we're not going to waste any more time with Justin Herbert. We paid him. He's going to be here. We need to maximize his window of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And because we we already made the mistake of squaring and Philip Rivers' years. What you can't keep doing is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. There it is. So we'll see what happens. But that's my take on the game. You know, because I know yeah. my fans in the in the chat were itching to, you know, to know know my take on it. And I'll get more in depth tomorrow on YOS podcast, of course. But that that that's gotta be, it's gotta change at this point. I don't think Brandon Staley's the guy. I don't. I don't. But going back to the week one uh, breakdown, let's talk. T- tell me exactly, you know, outside of that, what was your your takeaways from week one? Because I got a few as well. I want to get your takes first. Um, staying with 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 uh, this, uh, Miami looked explosive. They did. Um, now, I will say this one one final thing. I will say that they yeah. didn't look explosive, but I think the charges made them look better. Then, then they oh, yeah. really might be as a as a unit because yeah. the inability to cover them in any facet, the way they matched up, the way they the way they schemed. I mean, let's be honest, Tua Tungvaloa isn't the most strong arm quarterback in the world, right? No. And what they did, I guess you can say properly, the last time they faced them is they took away the easy throws. Yeah. They took away the, the short and easy throws in the in the in, yeah. the, in their e- easy completions. It made him hard. Yeah. Make it, it made it hard for him to throw throw passes with with his limited arm strength. So, yeah. why do we go away from that? Sometimes you out coach 
yourself. You outthink yourself. You're right, and that's and that's what yeah. the problem is. But I go ahead. I yeah. didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, Miami looked explosive. Uh, I was shocked to see um, Joe Burrow and the lack of passing yards. That shocked me, especially that was a big considering shot. I agree. Chase Boyd Higgins and the best you can do is 82 yards. Um, that shocked me. That's bad. Uh, Detroit looked like they're arriving. Mm. Detroit looks like they're climbing. Green Bay looks like they've now gone three for three uh, in the quarterback situation uh, because Jordan Love actually looked uh, very comfortable in that okay. offense. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vikings are the Vikings. I will never understand how you have 170-some yard, hundred and. <laughs> I can't remember the exact number, but it was like a hundred plus yards. It was hundred plus. It was like once at one twenty. It was one twenty yeah. and a half. He ended up with one fifty. Yeah, and then you you only get twelve to twenty more yards in the second half. Two catches, and you have seven catches in the first half. Like I don't think Jefferson just forgot how to catch a football. He didn't, right? Yeah. Uh, outside of that, too, um, the Tennessee. Saints game that was just weird. I I didn't understand. That was all kind of weird. Levis, coach's decision didn't play. Uh-huh. Uh, Derrick Henry got out snapped by Tajay Spears. That was weird. Um, it was just a weird game all around. I mean, it was a weird. Uh, it was a weird weekend. I mean, that's that's yeah. kind of what week one has been though. It's been a, it's, week one is always wild. It's always something yeah. unexpected happening. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then finally, I'm going back to Dallas, man. That oh Dallas God. defense I is. I tried to tell y'all, man. I didn't listen. I tried. To I was you. expecting to see the fireworks, but I was not expecting for them to completely annihilate the Giants the way they did. Right. I mean, in under five minutes, the Giants were down 16-0. I'm just saying it was all defensive. All defensive. All I was defensive. like, what in the world? Right? Uh-huh. What in the world? Um is going on right now, but that Dallas defense looked dominant overall. Just looked dominant. Uh, the rookie quarterbacks did what we thought they was going to do, performed the way we thought they was going to perform as rookies. Uh, so that's not to be exp- – uh, that's that's not a shock. Uh, Bijan is legitimizing that certain running backs are different and all running backs are not the same. Um, because what he displayed was amazing. And then it was one more thing that was that stood out to me, uh, besides Bijan as a running back and how he looked. Uh, but I'll just leave it there. I mean, it was it was a good week of football. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was shocking, but yeah, Bijan looked well. That Detroit defense too. Uh, Detroit overall looked good, and I was shocked by the Rams. I was, I did not have the Rams looking the way they did. I, I'm gonna start was, there because Matt Stafford. Now, I, I, I kind of hit uh, DZ to this earlier, but if if you're looking to catch, you know, if you you don't you can't watch every game in its entirety. If you don't have NFL Plus, you can't watch the 30 minute condensed. Go to the NFL YouTube page. They have 15-minute breakdowns of all the key plays from that game. And when hear me when I say, if you watch that replay of the Rams game, 
Matthew Stafford was slinging that tater. You hear me? He was slinging that tater. He was slinging that tater. Slinging that tater. When I say that ball was coming out with zip, velocity, accuracy, it looked like Super Bowl. Looked like he did. Looked like he wasn't injured at all, and it looked like he didn't miss Cooper Cup. Hello, I mean you got you got Puka Nakua out there looking like a Pro Bowler. <laughs> Listen, between Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell, they probably they only weighed three hundred pounds between the two of them, and they was out there looking like Pro Bowlers. Tutu who? Tutu, Tutu Atwell. Atwell. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So yeah, and imagine again Higby still there. Imagine they get Cooper Cup back. If they gonna play like that, I'm. Listen, I, I I was low on my stock. I was selling my stock low on the Rams, but yes. I might have to go back and give me a couple of shares. Yeah, they yeah, will play yeah. like that. They yeah, will play like yeah. that. But that was one thing that really hit me as being one of the highlights of the week, that they looked really good, surprisingly. I didn't expect them to dog walk yeah. the Seahawks like that. That was one. Of, that might be the most shocking upset for me. Like, like it was one yeah. thing for the for the what Dallas did and what San Francisco did, because they're good teams. But I just knew the Rams were going to be fighting with the Cardinals for bottom tier in the in the NFC, not just the West, but the NFC. And they dog walked the team I thought was going to be in the playoffs. The Rams said, uh, "Don't count us out." Yeah, yeah, they was hiding. They was playing possum. Yeah, they was yeah. playing possum because that damn Sean McVay boy, they was playing possum. I was very shocked. Yeah. I was very yeah. shocked. But yeah, my week one takeaways on top of the Seahawks uh, debacle <laughs> that that was <laughs> all that time on that team, they didn't look like it. Um, no. I think that. Going back to start with Monday night, I think Josh Allen misses Brian Dayball. I think the, I think I think since the day Brian Dayball left Josh Allen's life, it's going back to that Wolverine meme where he's got the picture frame and he he's caressing Brian Dayball's picture. He misses Brian Dayball. I'm telling you because he has he has uh you know it's, it's going back to the Tom and Usher uh Jordan Bulldogs. He's like yeah, hey Brian, how you how you doing? I, I, I miss you. <laughs> when you come back home, <laughs> you're in New York, which is not the right part. I need you to come to Upper State, yeah. New York. Don't, don't go, yeah. don't stay in the city. Come to come to, come to Rochester. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he misses he misses Brian Dayball because he's looking. He's slowly but surely unraveling the moment Brian Dayball left for New York. Yep. And uh, and it's getting it's, it's getting it's bad. And it's only getting worse. Yeah. That was that was my big issue because I'll be honest with you. I mean, is you know as much as the drama the Jets went through. They shouldn't have won that game if no. Josh Allen just stays scared of football. Yes, true. I'm, I'm just be honest about it. They shouldn't have, shouldn't have won that game. Not but, at I, all. but I think that we 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 literally hit it the nail on the head when we thought they were going to take a step back. But it might be worse than we think. We all mm-hmm. thought they want to take a step back, and it might be it might be a, it might be a foot race to the, finish for the division. They might not win a division at this point if Tua stays healthy and they play like they played all year, like they played on Sunday. They got a yep. problem. They got yes. a problem. <clears throat> Only thing that's gonna stop the Dolphins is cold weather. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> they it. play like that. The only thing that's gonna stop them is cold weather. That but is um, it. yeah, I wasn't suspecting the Commanders to struggle like they did against the Cardinals. I mean, mm. only a five point victory. They should have dog walked them. The, the yep. score of the Dallas game should have been the score of the Commanders game. Yes, and they struggled with them. They literally took them to the fourth quarter before they decided the game. That was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Is that more telling on the Cardinals not being as bad as we think, or the Commanders not being as good as we think? I don't know which one it is. True. Um, the Ravens, my God, they're snake bitten. I mean, damn. J.K. Dobbins, Achilles, Ronnie Stanley hurt again. I mean, sheesh. I mean, Marcus, uh, 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 Marcus Williams, four, he might be done for the year. They, Mar- they, they yeah. just, they're just snake bitten. They just snake bitten. They, yeah. they just can't seem yeah. to, to get over the injury, but it's been a thing for the last three years. Yeah. Can we get some different grass, turf, Something. different trainers in Baltimore? Because this makes mm. no sense. 
That's funny. Richie, Richie and DZ like the Cardinals aren't as bad as we think. Right. Yeah, you, might, you might be on something. You really might be because right. I was very shocked today right. how tough they played the Commanders. I really am. Yeah. yeah. I really am. They was, right, they was right there for the whole game. Right. I already talked about the Chargers defense being abysmal. I already got into that. I started with that. I led with that. So we're going to move past that. Uh, my guy, Brees Hall, is back. Oh, back. Like he never left. Our guy's back. Like, 10 for 127. That's why I say I give him a, a puncher's chance to make the playoffs. If Brees can run like that and Zach cannot give the game away, they, with that defense, they can be in games now. They can be he in said games. Davin, he said, Davin who? Davin who? Yeah. <laughs> right. This is, I'm, I'm here. him. I'm him. I'm, I'm here. here. Yeah, don't worry I'm about here. that. My knee's good. Yeah. My knee's you don't good. Need, you, don't, you don't need a backup. I'm good. Uh, we're good. We're good. You, 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 you take the third down carries if you want those. Yeah. I, I got this. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> These first and second ones are mine. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. And just injuries piling up, period, for the Jets, the Steelers, and the Ravens. Like, the Ravens lost Cam yeah. Hayward. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think he might be out multiple weeks. I think he had to get surgery. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's an issue. You know, and just the fact that they uh, – they, they, um, you know, they, they, that center, that defense is going to be is going to be different. You know, now yeah. they, they have that. Um, you know, like I said, what happened with the Jets with Aaron and, and the Ravens injuries? That's that was my pretty much my takeaways from everything. Like I think that, you know, those particular issues starting at week one, we're talking season long type of injuries at week one. That's going to be an issue. I really do. That's yeah. going to be an issue. Um, yeah. so you know, and it's not you know, typically when you get injured that early, it doesn't get better. I think mm-hmm. that's what that's my driving force when I say that. So uh, I think that's the issue for me as far as that. But you know, overall, I mean, let's say it was a wild week, you know. But again, when the, when the Dallas Cowboys defense carries me, you know, in fantasy, two out of three yeah. games, I can't uh, be too bad. I can't be too bad. Points. Just fifty plus points. Fifty points in one league, thirty three in another. I'm I'm good. Sheesh, sheesh. I, I'm good. I'm good. Shut your oh, yeah. shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, a good good week one. And like I said, we're gonna get yeah. into our games of the week in a little bit to talk about what we feel like about week two. Um okay. but um yeah, let's talk about whether or not it's too early to discuss some things. Uh let's talk about uh whether or not it's too early to discuss MVP and rookie of the year productions. No. <laughs> no. Let's talk about it. So <clears throat> if you had to guess, if you had to had to project, right? Yeah. If you had to project who you feel like, you know, going into the season, we probably should have did this a week earlier just to keep it civil and plain. But, yep. you know, who <laughs> looks to you, especially with Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts not having the best outings, you know, and Josh Allen, too, not having the best outings uh, week one. Who do you feel like projected wise? Do you feel like this is going to be your MVP this year? MVP Tua, offensive player of the year, Mahomes. Okay. Right now, looking at this, at looking at week one, that's what I would say. Um, mm. Even though I had Hurts as the MVP uh-huh. uh, at the beginning of the season, right now I would say, based off the stats and based off week one production, Tua would be the MVP and Mahomes would be uh, off, off offensive player of the year. Hey, DZ, listen, if 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 Dan Campbell does not give Jameer Gibbs a goddamn ball it, more this week, I'm going to bite his kneecaps. <laughs> like Kobayashi. Like Kobayashi. Yeah. Listen, he get a boy the ball, man. Listen, when, when you got people like Jameer Gibbs and B. John Robinson, they just look different carrying the football, just give it to him. 
Yeah, I got I got my 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 rookie of the year. I'll wait till we get there. Okay. But MVP right now. Okay. Yeah, it would be it would be based off what I saw. It would be Tua, and it would be Tua's MVP. Right. And Richie, I I would I would give Ocho some credit if his solution was the McDonald's. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> like, I would give him. Ocho give him, versus science. Yeah, he he's saying that these nutritionist diets they on it with a problem, but he's saying eat McDonald's instead. And I just vehemently disagree with that. Don't put that yeah. in your body because we yeah. don't even know if that's real chicken. So that's that's that's, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I I don't know. Who's your MVP? For me, I I still think it's Patrick Mahomes until until proven otherwise. Okay. I do. Um, I think he's going to be the uh, MVP, um, and I think this is his last year to before voter fatigue sets in. Yeah, I think that uh, he is he, he shouldn't do his best to maximize his ability to get this one because at, at this point, if he wins this one, no matter yeah. you know if he's anything close, anybody close to him next year, he's not going to win it. Just right. just a simple voter fatigue. What they did with Nikola Jokic this past year, for instance, it's not going to be mm-hmm. good for him in order for him to win any more after this. So yeah. get your money now because after this is it's not gonna be it's not gonna be good. Um <laughs> offensive player of the year. I think Chris McCaffrey's gonna be offensive player of the year. Ooh, okay. That's fair. I mean, just based on the fact that the fact that what he did this past week, my God, against like a good defense. Yeah. You know, because I was questioning whether or not Olaf was gonna hold up, but they hold up pretty well against that defense in front against the Steelers. Well. So pretty well. Oh so, yeah, I, I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it. That's a good. That's a okay. good too. Like, look at this boy. What DZ said. He said uh, Algie's gonna be Breshawn's kryptonite for Matt from a, from a points perspective. He might be right because he was he vulture him a little bit last week. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you got two thousand yard rushers, I mean, it's just it's just you just it's embarrassment of riches. I mean, that's all you can really say. It's an embarrassment of riches. So, pulling mm-hmm. over to uh, rookie of the year predictions. Who do you feel like is your all all of us of rookie of the year and your divas of rookie of the year? Offensive rookie of the year, I'm gonna say Bijan Robinson um, is my offensive rookie of the year. Defensive mm. rookie of the year is tough. Um, man, you have Christian Gonzalez. <laughs> and I, uh, I put two names out of purpose. I knew he's gonna steal one of mine. I put two names out of my on my list. I'm I'm already ready for you because I know you. I know you. So go ahead. Don't go ahead with the take. Go ahead with the take. I know you. Um, uh, Yeah, it's tough for me when I look at defensive player of the year compared to offensive player, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, rookie of the year. But Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to give my defensive rookie of the year, Brian Branch. I I like it. I like it. I mean, she already got a leg up. He got got a pick six already. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Now, because you said Christian Gonzalez's name, I'm not gonna go there because everybody knows at this point. If you be watching this content religiously, that's my guy. Everybody knows Christian yeah. Gonzalez is my guy, and I still don't know how the hell Bill Belichick swung getting him. Like, I don't know what the hell people were thinking they picked anybody before him. Devin Williams yeah. included. I like Devin, but he ain't better than Christian, in my opinion. But so the corners were Forbes, Gonzalez, Banks, Weatherspoon, and Banks, and yeah, I say Banks, and then um, Joey Porter Jr. Yeah, well, he Joey put it. He was a second round pick. We talking? We, we just talking first round. Joey, okay. Yeah, Joey was the first pick in the second round. He won the first round yeah. pick. The first round picks were yeah. Witherspoon went first. Okay. Uh, Gonzalez went second. No, I'm sorry. Forbes went second. Yeah. Forbes went second. Gonzalez, Gonzalez went third, and then, then Banks went fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go. You said Bijan was your offensive rookie, right? 
Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to opposite say Zay. Zay Flowers is, is the rookie of the year. Okay. Okay. Like I said, I had two names. I had Bijan here, but I said like, I need to take Bijan. So yeah. you know, so I'm gonna say Zay Flowers is my is my pick. And then I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Jalen Carter's the defensive player of the year. Rookie of the year. Okay. Okay. I mean he man he manhandling uh tackles and guards like it ain't nobody's business, like they little kids. So right. yeah, I think at some point he gonna he's gonna accumulate some sackage. Here in the yeah. next couple of weeks, so I think Jalen okay. Jalen Carter's gonna be my guy. Okay, okay, we can yeah. go with that. We can go with that. I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out at the end of the year. I am too. I'm too. So we, we'll we'll yeah. play this back at the end of the season, see who's right and who's yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah, I like it. So Rich, you saying no vegan, no vegan diets? I, he might be on to something. You need, need protein in your life. Yeah, you need protein yeah. in your life. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay. All right. So let's all forward over to the games of the week as we uh as we wrap up here. Um, Coach Kerr had a good week. That's all I can say. <laughs> he had a better week than me. I'm gonna say I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say he had a good week. He had a better week than me because yeah. uh, it was rough for your old boy Coach. I'm glad I ain't bet no parlays this week because I'd have been looking real bad. <laughs> uh, so in the games of the week, the Lions won and Chiefs didn't cover. The Browns won. The Bengals didn't cover. The Packers won. Bears didn't cover. The Dolphins didn't cover. Well, their Dolphins won. Chiefs Chargers didn't cover. Cowboys right. won and they covered by a lot. And then the Jets actually won, and then cut, and the, and the uh, Bills didn't cover. So right. that came up to be for us uh, a five hundred week for Kurt and a bad week for me. <laughs> One and five to three and three. I'm not. I, this week was not good for me. Not good for me. Not good for me. But um, touching go there. It was touching go. For it's me. only one week. It's only one week. You know. Yeah. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Okay. No, that's what okay. she said. Uh, <laughs> that is what she said. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll get into next week. We'll, we'll we'll see how we do this week. We'll try to write the ship this yeah, week. So, let's go. Let's our go. games of the week are, are listed here. So, starting off Thursday night, we got the Vikings and the Eagles, and the Eagles are a minus seven favorite at home. See, this is one of them trap games. I know. This is one of them trap games. I know. Where, where you you be like, oh, based off what I saw, Eagles, mm. yeah. But, but I'm going to go with the Eagles again, even though it's plus seven. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to rob the Eagles, too. I think they can cover the seven. I, I, the way the Vikings look last week doesn't give me promise. And going against that, that, that defense of, of the Eagles, I think that they are primed and ready. And, again, it should be a better game. It shouldn't be raining. Um, you know, but she had better weather, you know, nice balmy weather, you know, at night. Um, mm-hmm. so I would definitely believe that they they should cover, especially again, bright lights, single games. Kirk Cousins does not play well in the bright lights, typically away from home. So right. I'm gonna go with the Eagles at, at, at minus seven for that one. I, I'm okay. hoping that they 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 at least win by more than seven points. We're okay. gonna pray for it. We're gonna pray on it. So the Ravens at the Bengals, and the Bengals actually favored by three and a half. I'm gonna go Ravens. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to say Bengals bounce back game at mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Ravens dealing with injuries, uh, but I just man, look. Uh, now that I said it, I really want to say that the Bengals <laughs> get a bounce back game. Uh huh. You know? That's what. That's uh, what. That's what these is wondering. He said the Bengals do they bounce back or not? I don't know. I want to say yes, they should. Uh huh. And especially because the Ravens are dealing with a, a number, not just offensively, offensively, but a number of defensive, defensive injuries. injuries. Yeah, agreed. Well. Agreed. But, 
And they are playing. They, they are playing in Cincy now. Yeah. Damn it. Cincy got, about two and a half. You got. You got till I put it down on the paper. Let me know. <laughs> mm. So Cincy has to win by four. Yeah, the win by four. Uh huh. Oh. I'm gonna go Ravens. I'm, I'm gonna stick with Ravens, man. That even though my mind is telling me Bengals. Uh huh. Yeah, the three and a half scares me. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the three and a half scares me. If it was three or less, I would be on the Bengals. Um, but I, th- I don't think they're gonna. Uh, if they do win, I think it's gonna be a close game. I, I'm, I'm gonna go Ravens as well. Okay. All right, so okay. Chiefs at uh, the Jaguars, and the Chiefs are favored Ooh. by three. Oh, shit. Minus three. This is tough. This is tough. This was tough. But I'm going to go Jags. Ooh, okay. All right, now. Going with with uh, going with old long head Trevor, huh? huh? Sun, uh, sunny boy. Sunny boy. Yeah, sunshine. With, yeah, sunshine. Sunshine. There going you go. With sunshine. Okay. Just because it's more than – just because it's – ah, see – and they at Jacksonville. At Jacksonville. And they got Chris Jones back. And and supposedly Kelsey. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with Jags. All right, I'm going. I'm going Chiefs. I think the Chiefs beat them. I think they beat them. And they beat them by 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 more, by more than three. I think it's a seven point game. I put it down. So I, I at this point, it's, it's, it's on the books already. I put it down. Okay. All right, Cowboys. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think we we have any faith in the fact that the, the Jets are going to do anything with the Cowboys. I think we can just skip that one. I'll go with Lions. Cowboys. Too. <laughs> uh, Lions five and a half with the Seahawks. Yeah. Okay, at at home. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to I'm going for the Seahawks simply on the on the spread. I don't. Okay. I, I would say the Lions win, but they're not winning by six. Okay, they got to win by at least six. I'm I got not, faith. I, okay. I got faith. Okay, I got faith in um Amaron St. Brown. Okay, the Sun God. I got. I got faith. All right. All right. So we got Browns and Steelers. Pretty much a pick 'em game. Browns are favored by one and a half at Browns. Pittsburgh. Browns. Browns. Okay. The way that defense looked. And Deshaun Watson seems to be getting comfortable. Browns. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna have my faith. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give faith in my guy Tom, and I'm gonna go to Steelers. Bounce back game. Bounce back game. George Pickens goes off. Bounce back game. Wow. Yeah. Typically, a typical Mike Tomlin team does not get beat that bad and not bounce back in a big way. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Steelers. Okay. Yep. And all they got to do is win because they, they, they're, they're, they're the underdogs at home. So all they got to do is win. Okay. All right. So we're both on the Eagles, both on the Ravens. I got the Chiefs. You got the Jaguars. We're both on the Cowboys. I got the Seahawks. You got the Lions. I got the Steelers. You got the Browns. So again, we're going to have a, a different week next week, too. It's going to be good for somebody. going to be bad for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Devont, Deontay, Deontay uh, is out. He's not, he's not playing. So it's Pickens and, uh, and Allen Robinson playing outside. Yeah, so Pickens gonna get a lot of targets. So I'm starting to be fantasy this week. Just let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. 
All yeah, right. You just got a sneaky uh, fantasy football prediction right there. And you did. And we got more of that coming as we as we wrap the show up. You got more of that coming tomorrow. Uh, yep. You know, tomorrow's Wild West Podcast at 730. Be live for that. Uh, Lightning Rat Fast Fantasy Podcast coming right after that at 930 Eastern Standard Time. And 30-minute lockdown on uh, Thursday at 11 a.m. So check that out. And as always, Sports Talk with Coach Kirk goes live each and every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So in the meantime, between time, I appreciate everybody coming through in the chat today. Appreciate the love and support as always. Like, comment, subscribe if you have not done so already. And we'll be back next week with another effing video. Yeah. That's Coach Kurt. I'm Coach Stevens. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up and lock it down. <laughs>